Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Hi, and welcome to another edition of today's Horsewoman podcast. Today, we're going to be speaking with Robin Bruckman, and Robin was telling me about some new rules that are going to come into play in the world of dressage. So, Robin, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Well, there, the big rule change that's going to go into effect is uh, a of the dress rules for the size. And so there's going to be more um, available options for, for dress. It's going to be a lot looser. Nice. Um, and that's the good news. And the bad news is that in addition to that, suddenly um, officials are required to eliminate for, um, for failure to fulfill all of the dress rules. So that's pretty different. It's, it's, been, um, it's been up to the judge's discretion, and now suddenly it's not. Okay. So if you didn't have your hair just right, they would have to eliminate you, right? Well, if you don't have a stock, for instance, uh-huh. or, you know, your spurs are upside down. It's a okay. problem. Okay. Well, that makes sense. you got to have a little, little bad with the good most of the time. I suppose. It makes me more of a policeman than a judge, though, because I would prefer to just be judging. Yeah. The equipment. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that. I feel like, you know, you should if it's pleasing to your eye, you shouldn't have to investigate it. Yeah. Well, so what what how did it used to be? Were they just allowed to wear like black or navy? Well, here's what it says currently as of before December 1st. Okay. Dress code for all the sets that classes through fourth level. The short riding coat of conservative color with tie, choker, stock tie, or integrated stand-up collar, uh-huh. white or light colored breeches or jodhpurs, boots or jodhpur boots, and protective headgear. Um, gloves of conservative color recommended. Um, and what's going to change is that breeches of other colors are going to be permitted. Jackets of other colors are going to be permitted. Boots of other colors are going to be permitted. Um, I don't have in front of me the new rule, but that's the punchline. Is it's just going to be um, fashion show out there, and it's going to be very interesting to see what people come up with. Yeah. So already in competition, I have seen some uh, fairly amazing boots. I was judging in New York State last summer, this past summer. Uh-huh. And I had someone come in with snakeskin boots. Wow. I don't actually think those are going to be permitted because they're supposed to be in the venue, in the vein of conservative. And I personally, snakeskin doesn't cut it for me. Right. Um, we do have riders currently who are riding in maroon, say, or navy boots. Mm-hmm. I had a rider this weekend in Arizona who was in a maroon stock coat, um, tail coat, who's riding FBI, 
She had maroon boots. She had maroon stripes on her helmet. I mean, it was, it was, it was Spink's fault. But, you know, under these current rules, I think I'm not sure that that was, I don't think maroon boots really qualifies. Right. Now, because we're not into the new rules, I didn't have to eliminate her. But under the new rules, she would be fine. Right. Because it was in the direction of conservative. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see what people come up with. It will be, and, and how far they push it. You know, uh, I'm from the Western yeah. world where the brighter, the wilder, the better. So, uh, right. Well, I'm, I'm afraid we're going to go sort of in that direction. I don't think we're going to see the sparkly, sparkle, sparkle from Sport and Pleasure. Uh-huh. I do think it's going to be a lot more um, exciting. And do, what I've heard people say is they're so excited to wear black britches. Yeah. I'm like, well... Good for you. I mean, okay. Last year I had made a big show. I had one rider show up in black britches, and she was an intro rider, and she was a little bit on the um, side, and it looked like she was trying to disguise her Rubenesqueness. And it's like, well, you're actually calling attention to yeah. yourself with these britches that aren't. Standard. But I'm not sure whether people are going to pay, really be aware that they may be calling attention to things they might wish they weren't calling attention to. We'll see. That's true. I mean, I, I did a show with a lady. We talked all about the psychology of all of those little details. Like, we were talking mostly about, you know, the horse, horse and where you put his brow band to make his head look longer or shorter. And if you wear... Long fringe versus short fringe to make it look like your movement's not as strong. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the dressage world. Yes, it will. I think we're going to see a lot of changes within the first four months of this year, this coming year. Will patterns... In two weeks. Will patterns be allowed or just solid? No, not patterns. Um, exceptions. A subtle pinstripe and piping of a contrasting color. Okay. Well, they're really getting wild. <laughs> well, you know. But, you know, it's such a beautiful picture, the way it's always been. I mean, it's just so gorgeous because in dressage, the focus isn't on the rider or the horse. It's on as a team, as one unit, and how they move. And how effortless, you know, in my opinion, which I know nothing. but Well, it's supposed to be the emphasis on the horse's performance. Right. And the rider should be unobtrusive. If my attention is drawn to your stainless steel-looking boots, I'm not going to be paying as much attention to your horse. And who gets the score? Oh, the horse gets right. the score. Right. So, so so I'm tell me, sure. how do you feel about this change as a judge? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Well, you know, we've had things that have gotten blingier over the past 10 years. And sometimes the bling is distracting. I mean, if I can see your bling from two arenas away on your helmet, I'm not sure that that's really accentuating what 
you were hoping to do. And a lot of stuff is pretty in the tax store. And then when you get it on your horse, it's like, ah, not so much. Yeah. There was a, there was a period of time when people were trying to put um, brass nameplates on the crown piece of the bridle. Uh-huh. Well, you know what that does? It shows when your horse is behind the vertical. Right. And suddenly you can see that brass Good point. Very good point. You know, a lot of folks don't think about how it affects how the judge scores you by just because it catches their eye and pulls it away from something else. Or if you do something wrong and they can't take their eyes off your helmet, they're going to see it. Well, where do you want the judge's eye to go is sort of the punchline for me. Right. You know, because it's my job is to judge the horse. And as a competitor, you should make it easy to judge your horse and not be distracted. I mean, I, I see riders with bling in all kinds of places. Bling on their buttons, bling on their helmets, bling on their boots, bling on their spur straps. Right. Mm, okay, if it makes you happy, that's nice. But does it make your horse look unsteady? You know, some of these, some of these things, there's not a horse on the planet that's enough to carry some of this stuff right right and riders don't always think about that very you know, true unless they're getting videotaped you know they may not really be aware of what's actually happening so how do you feel about this new ruling as a competitor do you, you know you have to kind of have two different hats here well as a competitor you know i'm pretty much wearing I okay, so I have not worn white breeches in probably twenty years, and I wear off white. I wear beige, and what happens when I wear beige? No one's aware that it's not white, but it makes my horse look super clean. Right. Because I had two grays, and then I had two pintos, and I had a horse with high white, and if I wore white, they look dingy. Right. So I. I, I have for many years worn off-white breeches. I have a beige sock. I have beige gloves, and I wear a black saddle pad. And those those all fall under the current rules. Uh huh. And they make my horse look outstanding. They make all my horses look super sparkly clean because of how I'm presenting them. But if I came out with purple, no one would make that association they say oh that's different and it would be legal you know under these new rules purple is fine you can wear purple saddles if you like and hot pink socks or whatever and you could get away with that but is that really what you want to present that's sort of my question as a competitor yeah what do i want to present i want to present you know what i have a really nice horse and she's going really well and you better watch her Yes. I want to be unobtrusive. Yes. Hey, y'all. This is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition. From your performance horse to your weekend trail horse, 
Our line of Maximum Nutrition Equine Feeds offers five different complete, balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at mulecity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at 1-800-587-9229. And don't forget, Mule City delivers. Well, you know, I... I never thought about how the color clothes you wear make your horse look super clean or not so clean, you know. Um, and you're coming, you're coming from Western land where yeah. the, color, the color wheel, you know, if you have a chestnut, you can only wear these colors. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I've always thought about it with my horses as like what color my saddle is or my saddle pad, but I've never given it a thought about what color I wear. So that's interesting. Well, it makes a difference. Yeah. It really does. I'm glad you pointed that out. Now, I have in my closet a sort of a, a gray coat, like a dove gray coat. Uh-huh. I've never actually worn it. I, I haven't been brave enough to wear a dove gray coat. And I, I have seen people wear this particular coat, and it looks fine. I'm riding a chestnut. I don't think it would. I don't think it would enhance her. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm. It's going to sit in my closet for a little while longer. Right. You know, I think if I were riding, you know, a gray Andalusian, it might look spectacular. But on a chestnut, you know, it's not in the same colored family, and I'm not going to wear it. Right. But I, I don't have an objection to it as a color. I just don't think it's going to enhance my horse. Right. Right. Well, that makes perfect sense. But the off-white, that, that's been super sneaky. No one has noticed. You know, and I get my pictures back, and it just looks spectacular. Yeah. And it's not white. I promise it's not white. If you look at my clothes, nothing's white. I have nothing white in my show bag. Nothing. I've always noticed in your pictures, you know, how polished and clean and perf perfect crisp maybe is a good word that you always look but I didn't realize they weren't white well go back and look You'll I will you know what that's not white is it yeah yeah oh, and it I, it makes perfect sense on a oh. chestnut you'd want the off white yeah well and on it you know two grays and two pintos there's whitest white pinto it's not Clorox white no milky yep that's right that's, that's right there's very few horses that are technically really milky white well and milky white isn't Clorox white yeah that's true so what else is there any other new rules coming up or any exciting things changing in dressage well that's the most significant change that's a that's big the, change that's the part it is a big thing. So, there, I'm looking at new rules here, and there's some fit rules, and it's just clarification, not, not new substantive rules. It's just clarification of definitions of things. Right. And the significant part is the dress rules. Right. 
mean, there's pages and pages of red print here. And basically, it's just clarification. It's nothing. Right. That you know, not, right. not really substantive. Okay. Well, the dress rule is certainly a big change in the world of dressage. And uh, I look forward to see how that evolves. I went out on the Internet and I captured a bunch of pictures of booths. And not all of them are going to fall under this definition, but some of them will. For instance, I captured some waifus. I captured some boots that look like chrome. It makes you look like the Tin Man. Wow. I captured some just fairly amazing boots, like a smoke blue patent boot. Well, that's going to be legal. Wow. Am I going to wear it? Uh, no. That would be so distracting. The tin one, the, the chromey looking one, I, I mean, you know, you might feel like you look sharp, but good Lord, that would be different. <laughs> well, you would look sharp, but is that the, the look that you wish to present sort of is my question. Yeah. And as a judge, I kind of have to, you know, block that out. Right. And concentrate on the horse's performance because that's my job. Right. But, you know, you kind of think about what you're, the whole picture, because not every judge is going to be able to block that out. And if you're, if you're up against other people who say or are dressed in something that does really compliment the horse, you would lose ground, I would think. Well, yeah, we could. I mean, you hope not. You hope not. You hope that, you know, we're all pretty much trained the same. We go to the same judges' forums. But, I mean... You know, my, my thought, going back as a competitor, what am I presenting? You know, I want to make sure I'm presenting the training of my horse. Right. Not the depth of my pocketbook. Right. You know, and when you go into these patent leather boots, suddenly you are talking about deep pockets. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I go into discrimination. The, the fancy boots cost more money. Yeah. Definitely. Not that this is a cheap man sport, because it's not. But, you know, what are you thinking here? What are you presenting? That That's a good message for people, a good way to think about this new rule and how they're going to proceed with it next year. Maybe the best change comes slow and easy. Well, I'm, I'm featuring are not going to go slow and easy. I feature that people are going to go wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and decide maybe they could be a little bit tamer. Yeah. That makes so sense. When you've invested $1,500 in a pair of boots, you're going to wear them. Yeah, that's right. You put some pretty ones on your Facebook page. That's what caught my eyes, those boots. I said, what is yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really interesting. So where are you off to next? Well, I just got back from Arizona yesterday. Uh-huh. And I have one more show to do this year, and then I get to stay home for a little while and then pick up again in January. All right. Well, at least you get a little break from judging and showing. I get a little break. Thank you yes. so much for spending time with well, me today. Pleasure. I hope that was helpful and fun. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's a little diversion from what I usually do, but I think it's a subject worth talking about. Well, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what people come up with. Yeah. And we'll just have to 
maybe we'll touch base again March or April and see how this is going and, you know, yeah. how it's being received. Yeah, that'll be good. All right. Thank you so much, Robin. I'll send you a link as soon as it's on the air. All right. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening. <music>